Hey, good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighteon TV. Patriots, we are going to have an interesting newscast today because we're going to cover a lot of stuff from Bards Fest to the absolute stupidity of what's going on in our nation, which the most pressing news is the southern border. But of course, that's not going to be the headline news these days. The headline news is literally about everything else, but we are in a crisis of being invaded an active invasion is ongoing, and there is nothing being done except to turn Americans' eyes away from it, from every politician and every traitor of this nation, while others willfully comply against illegal orders against the Constitution and allow the illegals to flow across the border. We are in a crisis, a big one. As a nation, we're going to have to truly anchor down to decide what it is that we truly want to protect and defend and what it is our lives will be, and it will be defined by us in the coming months ahead. We'll be right back after these messages. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighteon, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brighteonstore.com. Well, Patriots, and we're back here on Brighton TV with Bards FM Podcast. Hey, before we begin, I want to talk to you about Bards Fest, which has been a long time coming. And uh, we're going to be having our first Bards Fest since 2021, August 2021, and down in Yuba City, uh, California, at the Church of Glad Tidings. And that's going to be on June 7th to June 10th. This is a gathering, and really the easiest way to describe it is convening of the war councils. That's the tagline of this. This is truly a, a gathering in the, in, to worship, to embrace the Holy Spirit, and to 
really inform that warrior heart and empower the warrior heart of the, for the days ahead. We are in some difficult times, and it's going to take truly the warriors of Christ to stand up and be bold in this time. And this whole festival is geared around that. It's a festival is probably a misnomer of a sense because it's not really so much of a. It is really, really the assembling and raising up of the war councils. So that would be the easiest way to frame it. Great speakers. Well, look at that. Look at me. You see it is scrolling on the screen. But in addition to me, there are uh, Pastor Dave Bryan. We have uh, Pastor Anthony from Florida. We have other people coming in across the country, including uh, Somalia veteran and dear, dear friend of mine, uh, Sergeant Major retired Joe Vega, who was a Delta operator. And actually one of the characters in Black Hawk Down was modeled after him. And we have Shemaine Nugent, and we also have Lieutenant Colonel retired Pete Chambers, Special Forces, as well as Mark and Tina Wesson, and probably some more before this gets totally rolled out. So check it out. It's really worth checking out. The tickets are on sale. If you go to bardsfm forward slash bardsfm.com forward slash bardsfest, uh, the bardsfest URL will be active here in a few days. We've been having some trouble with our servers, but there is a bardsfest.com URL. But for now, if you go to bardsfm.com, you'll see the banner on the front page. Click on it. It'll take you to the ticket site. Tickets are a donation-based system. We recommend a donation of $100 for the three-day event, um, and that's voluntary. However, um, whatever you can afford, do. We want to see you come. That's more important. So whatever you can afford, and that's kind of the principle of the whole thing. So anyway, check it out. We're excited to have this. It's a fantastic partnership with the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City. They've had a lot of great speakers there. We have a great venue, great people, great folks. It's really one of the only churches I've come across in the nation that has built itself around the principles of the Ecclesia. So that's really something. So let's get on with the show, shall we? Okay, so Patriots, I'm actually I'm going to take my headphones off. I just realized I had them on from the previous show. So give me just a second. All right, so where we are right now in our nation is a critical time truly with some of the most challenging moments I think we've ever faced. And that is starting at the border. Unfortunately, no one seems to find it very much of interest. Right now, we are literally in a moment in time where it is more important to cover ridiculous stuff like Tucker Carlson's new platform and trying to support him from getting off his $20 million a year contract with Fox News. That's a distraction. It's straight up. Or we have the issues of President Trump and his ridiculous fight that he's having with, with the court system. Again, it is complete and total distractions because none of this is leading us to anything positive. None of this is leading us to a place where... And none of this is improving this sort of sense that we have right now of focusing on one of the most critical moments in our history, which is the invasion of the United States. We are literally at a moment in time. You have to excuse the quality. We're having real trouble today with the quality of this image. And I see it. I look like I, it looks like somebody put sandpaper on the on the lens. And it's not that. But we've had some issues with our feed today. We've already tried to redial in once. So we'll just have to endure the grainy picture. And hopefully it'll improve a bit as we go along here. But we'll see. So we're being invaded, and that's principally what's happening right at this very moment. We're facing an invasion of the United States and the distraction of keeping American public away from the truth. And sadly, the American public is 
too willing and too eager to be easily distracted and run after the shiny silver object or the squirrel that runs across the trail. I, and I have to be very honest, as a, as a rebuke to most patriots, it's disgusting to see how much emphasis is being placed on everything but the border. And, and these news articles have just nothing to do with anything. You have accounts that are wholly focused right now on trying to prove that President Trump is a mason and he's part of the revival of, of, of the, these antichrists. You have other accounts that are fully committed to showing President Trump is going to be the savior of the world and, and comparing him to Jesus. We have complete focus on things like the Hunter Biden laptop, which if you've been following this movement, this is nothing new. And while that may be important news and you may feel very committed to spreading that to help raise the normies, you're not changing anything because the same dirtbags that are trying to put your eyes on the Hunter Biden laptop, and I mean all of them, are the same ones that are also supporting the inflection or infusion of people across the border. I mean, we have, this goes deep in our political system. Notice that there has not been any major talk on Capitol Hill the, or the White House, other than the news reporters that are slack anyway, about what's going on in our southern border. And the media continues to portray a narrative of the homeless and, and starving and desperate people that are being brought across the border and they're ignoring the most insidious thing we've ever had, which is our government is complicit in supporting coyotes and cartels, that would be three-letter agencies, and in bringing them across the border to push one of the greatest human trafficking and child sex trafficking networks on the globe and anchor it here within our walls of our nation and within the borders of our nation. It's stunning to me. And yet here we are in such a time as this that people literally still can't wrap their head around the magnitude of what's at, the, what's at stake here. Every single thing in the world, every financial aspect of the world ultimately traces back to drugs and child sex trafficking. And there is no greater profit than child sex trafficking and human sex trafficking. But child, children's child sex trafficking is the penultimate of, of the cornucopia, if you will, for the, those that seek wealth and power. And here we are. We are sitting in this time now that we as America are allowing this to happen as a people. People are more concerned about whether they get to fly to Europe and now get to, or fly to their destinations again because travel requirements have been raised or lifted. You have the drop of the COVID requirements and people are running around going, oh, COVID's over, COVID's over. And they missed the big sleight of hand that happened there because by reducing the COVID mandates, they were able to re re eliminate Title 42, which was the barrier to keeping illegal immigrants from flooding across the border. Border stations are overwhelmed. You have border patrol that has been ordered to pull back and deploy fewer and fewer people along the border. They've been given directives now not to treat these people as illegals, but simply to bring them in, process them, and let them go. And DHS is providing buses to shuttle them around the country. The military is involved in moving them. This rancer is deep. This treason is beyond anything you can imagine. But let's remember, it's so important to keep our eyes on things like Tucker Carlson or Bud Light boycott. And you're going to hear a lot of re rebuke to this, I'm sure, because you'll hear people say, well, yes, but these are important parts of the patriot awakening and fight. In a war, you have to identify those that are critical to the sustainment of the fight and those fights that will sustain over time.
Bud Light boycott, for an example, which is been it's been successful in dropping the stock value of Anheuser Busch, but it has changed nothing in the dynamics of of the landscape of America. It may give patriots a rally point, and I'm really not so clear anyway why people are so attracted to that pee water that that they drink anyway. Bud Light beer is horrific beer. I I brew beer. I. If I'm going to have a beer, I'm going to go either I'm going to do a homebrew or I'm going to go to a pub and get one that's a local microbrew. And I'm, it's very discriminating. I want something that's done well. I don't drink in volume. And if, if I decide once in a while to have one, I want it to be of high quality. Bud, Bud Light is crap. If you want to do Bud Light beer, you can literally do it in a dirty garbage can in your garage and you will get something that will taste at least as bad. And yet this big rally point for people has been this brand association. You're having a big victory. The only impact you've had on Budweiser with all the focus on that is 1% of their sales, which the media headlines continue to poke, focus and push like, look, Patriots, look how successful you have. And yet there's 750,000 people sitting on our southern border, close to a million. And increasingly, there's 80,000 Venezuelans that have come in. We have people from the Middle East. These are fighting age males. We have thousands of Chinese coming in. These are fighting age males. So ask yourself the question, where's the outrage? Where's the concern for the stability of America? Let's map this out and really see how this is happening. Texas is lining up to do something about it only after there's been an outcry in Texas to pressure Governor Abbott, who himself, as far as I'm concerned, is a deep stater, decided to mobilize at least 1,500 of a special task force to go down on the border. But keep in mind that under, as patriots are laughing and thinking it's funny that Abbott is shipping illegals into places like New York City, along with DeSantis, you're not solving the problem. You're simply facilitating redistribution with the support of the Patriot movement. Patriots are sitting here celebrating, going, ha, 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 blue cities are taking all the illegals. They're still illegal. They're still here. They're still getting distributed across the nation, and they still are going to be required to be supported by taxpayer funds, and they're going to get amnesty. And they have nothing here of value other than the fact that they're shipping them in and ensuring that the coyote networks and all the deep state networks continue to have the people that they need to fuel their global, their global program. Of all the people that have come across the border, currently the latest stat is 83,000 children have gone straight up missing. And where do you think they've gone? They've gone to Catholic charity homes. They've gone to loving and warming foster care facilities. The fact is that they've been channeled into the child sex trafficking network and from there, who knows? Satanic ritual cults, food processing plants. Many are being used literally in after hours food processing plants, meat packing plants to be working in late hours as slave labor controlled and run by the cartels. This is a very real issue. It's right out of like... Upton Sinclair's The Jungle times a thousand. That's how bad it is. So we're in a crisis in this nation and the, the ability to distract Americans never ceases to, to amaze me. It's literally phenomenal how easy and I'm just going to say it, how retarded so many people are. What they miscalculate in, in the priorities of things, just like President Trump. Look, this is not for or against Trump. The statement is he's a big boy. He's a billionaire. 
and yet eyes are on him. Eyes want to know what he's going to do. Eyes are concerned about him because they're charging him with, with rape. Who cares? It's a, another deep state ploy. All this deep state ploy is is simple. They're trying to degrade his brand. And granted, it's failing, but they're trying to degrade his brand and they're trying to keep the media armed with as many things as they can use heading into the election to constantly recycle the narrative over and over and over about how he is a woman abuser. There are people out here, and I have recently spoken to some, that are literally so locked into the matrix and believe so much of this stupid narrative that they believe that President Trump lost because of the way he mishandled women. I can't help those people, and neither can you. And unfortunately, what's happening is we put emphasis on these people that will never wake up. You're not going to make a difference. We're taking our eyes off of the one thing that, quite frankly, would probably unite America as a whole if they really understood the truth of what was going on in the border. And it's not going to be just Trump that fixes it. Trump can lay it out to you as a strategy of what he's going to do. But if he does not clean out those agencies, and I, by the way, I don't even know how Trump's going to get elected. And this is the other con constant ridiculousness of this whole narrative. Who is going to allow Trump to get elected? The election process has not been fixed. It is still the same as it was in 2020. All the tools and equipment that they used in, then are still in effect now. Dominion systems are still in effect. Nothing has changed. Mike Lindell has been the only constant voice out here screaming to get elections restored to 2020 or we don't have a country. And yet people just keep moving along. Don't pay attention to Mike. He's just that pillow salesman. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That man knows exactly what he's talking about. And it, it's, it's insane. I, I, I'm just stunned at how ridiculous Americans have become and how easily persuaded and distracted they are. And nothing is happening. You have people down here at the border that are risking their lives right now, trying to keep illegals in while the federal government is trying to prevent them from doing their job. You have Border Patrol that's being ordered to withdraw from the border. And you have a variety of other agencies like the UN, and it's funded by the U.S. money, uh, State Department, which is over the border, DHS, which is helping facilitate things, aircraft coming out of Air Force bases that are moving illegal aliens around. We have a insurgency coming from within. And quite frankly, no nation has ever survived this. So the question is, will we? I would like to think that there's a heart of patriots out here that would stand up and finally do the right thing per the Declaration of Independence to, to overthrow such despotism as we have right now. The laws that were given to us, the license to throw off such forms of government that become despotic. But here's what I think is really going to happen, unfortunately. People are going to complain about it. People are going to do little to facilitate it and support it. And they're going to put their eyes on things like, well, Trump's going to fix it, or they're going to get into the concerns about Hunter's laptop, or are they going to replace Biden? By the way, do you know who's driving most of that bit for Hunter Biden laptop and the exposure of the Bidens? It's the Democrats. Their poll numbers are so dis dismal, they're doing everything they can to try to weed out one of their own while still keeping their policies in place. This isn't a hero's work. And if you really had a Congress that understood the nature that cared about this country, they would mandate a change on this policy at the border immediately. Congress has the authority to declare war, not the president, but they won't do it. And for those of you that say, well, Biden will never sign it. 
Congress can bypass the president by passing the same bill twice if he vetoes. This entire scene we are going through right near now is a designed and engineered takedown of the United States with 99% of your government complicit. And this is why I'm going to say 99%, because the few that are sitting up here that are aware in government that are conscious that something bad is going on, but doing nothing, they are as bad as the traitors that are doing this by design. So that message, I'm just going to, I've said it in every show and I'm going to continue to say it and I'm going to be clear here. If you are one of those in uniform or in the service of the federal government and whether the uniform being police, sheriff, DHS, border patrol, or even, even the place of our military and our military is worthless these days. If you are in those places and you are not making a choice to stand with the Constitution. I understand that you're bound by contracts. I understand that there's things you can do, but there's coming a point, and that point is now you have to make a decision. Are you standing with the Constitution? Or are you standing with the rules of your job? Because if you are going to be part of one who says, I just followed the orders, remember the melee event in Vietnam and Cali's troops. It wasn't just Cali that was, was held accountable. His soldiers were held accountable for what happened because they followed the orders and they followed illegal orders. This is an illegal order people are following. And there will be account there will be accountability on this. When, how, I can't tell you. But sadly, I think where we're going to be careening into is this reality that we are going to see a crash in this country. The map out is horrible. If you look at the policies being passed in California, Oregon, and Washington, there's some number of critical things that they are all aligned with. One is legalization of marijuana, and in Oregon and in California and Washington, it's, if they haven't done it, they're soon to do it. Oregon has already legalized damn near everything under the sun. LSD to, to pot is now legal, and all that's done is encourage the cartels to come in here and set up operations. The second one they've done is the, is the transgender policies. All three of those states have now passed policies that said that if your child wants to have a transgender surgery and the parents disagree, the state can take your child away from them and don't they are not required to tell the family where the child is. That's setting up for human sex trafficking, child sex trafficking. And the third one they're all doing is gun control, radical gun control issues, because they know what's coming. They know that they're going to feed in the cartels and seed them in, and there's going to be mass violence up and down the coast, and they want to prevent the people of these states from defending themselves. So the con the comment I always get, because I'm in Oregon, is, well, you're part of a blue state, you're sold out. You're wrong. These are states that have been hijacked by three counties in each state. The people are good people. But if you think for a second that this is not the plan to roll out in America, you're foolish. Take a look at every single state that this is happening to right now. And take a look at the depths of your congressman's will to stand up truly to the left. There's only a handful of state legislators that have any stones to be able to stand up against the left pressure because they're all caving, because they're all being bought off. We are in the middle of an insurgency. And by the way, the Chinese are working with the cartels. The CCP is working with the cartels and the CCP is buying up property all over this country. And they're beginning with heavy purchases on the West Coast as they've de devalued the properties working with people like Buffett and Gates. They're flooding in money. And so the next step here is to flood in the cartels and to link it with established Chinese-owned property and businesses to then flood in more Chinese 
and to create an occupation which will be Chinese intel tied with cartels and Chinese mafia. Patriots, this is the invasion of the United States. And we're doing nothing. And it's going to come down to some hardcore people, which fortunately the West Coast has a whole bunch of them, that are going to end up having to fight its way out. And we will. And in the end, we'll prevail. But at the end, we're going to be looking at the rest of the nation, which we should be anyway, is like, what the hell happened to everybody? Where did everybody go? Oh, that's right. You were worried about, the country was worried about Hunter's laptop and Tucker's 20 million salary that he was locked into Fox News and worried about enjoying the laughter as they got to see illegals shipped into New York City and other places because that was such a good troll. I, I, I'm, I'm really, as an American who has served, I'm frustrated to say the least and disappointed in my countrymen, in the bulk of it. There should be a call to action and somehow it's not resonating into the depth and the urgency of the moment we sit. We are sitting in a crucible moment of whether our nation will survive or die and it's happening right now. It's time for us to choose and that time is now. Patriots, we'll be right back right after these messages. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighton, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brightonstore.com. This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now. Post your videos today and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the bivy stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available.
Hey, Patriots, we're back here on Brighty on TV with Bart's FM podcast. One of the things that we need to have always is a good night's sleep. And there is no better place to get products for a good night's sleep than MyPillow and MyPillow.com. And on top of it, this isn't just a normal company. This is something I talk about a lot. But in this time, we have to be really using our dollars as a way to support patriot-driven businesses, using our dollars as a mechanism to vote in itself for change. MyPillow is one of those companies that is constantly pushing to fight for American liberty. Mike Lindell has literally spent millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, trying to establish the and uncover the, the debauchery of the elections of 2020. MyPillow is, has fantastic products. They're a company worthy of, of everything they stand for. Mike himself is a, a Christian and a, and a true believer in Christ. He's an unbelievably giving man. And he's used his, his wealth that God has given him to continue to fight for the integrity of this nation and the restoration of those elections. And while he also builds out jobs to support America and continues to support the building out of American industry on these product lines that were outsourced overseas. So let's let Mike Lindell share a little bit with us on what he's got. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. Yep, some great buys there from MyPillow.com. Go ahead on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You won't be disappointed at all for the quality of those products. I think I have everything essential for a good night's sleep. I've got mattresses from them, sheets, pillows, even the pillow, the MyPillow 2.0, which just rocks, by the way. It's a fantastic pillow and slippers and duvets and comforters and the whole thing. So it's a, it's a fantastic place. And also check out their coffee. It's pretty good. So anyway, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. What a time that we are in right now. A time of, of that we're really having to very seriously contemplate what it is that we are, it is to be American. I think one of the leading questions that we have to ask is, what do you believe in so much you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? That statement was one that we put on t-shirts and promoted in 2016 in a pack that I set up that was all based, built around special operations veterans. And we went out on the trail. We supported President Trump, but the focus of that entire campaign that we did was to get Americans to vote and especially fringe Americans it wasn't hard to steer towards Trump because the decision was between Hillary and President Trump. And President Trump is not a perfect solution, never has been. But he was the right step then to help keep us off from careening off the cliff. Unfortunately, so much of what has happened in the past years is that 
people turn to him as their savior, as the way to solve the problems of this nation and take the responsibility off of themselves. It's true in, in ways that we can see that he's taken a lot of abuse from the media. And I'm one that has been both supportive and critical of him for many things. I don't, I'm not going to worship a man. I'm going to be honest and truthful about what we look at and hold everyone to the same standard of accountability. But we are now at a crucial moment once again. This moment was the same as we were in in 2016. And it was these words. What do you believe in so much you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? And that is the question. It's the question every one of us must ask and what every one of us must process. Our border issue is very real. And sadly, what's happened on the border and continues to happen on the border is we are watching the unfolding of the, the unrestricted warfare model that the Chinese mapped out in the late 70s. They understood that they couldn't go to war with us directly, that they would lose. And they understood that the American public was too well armed to be able to be conquered easily. If you remember the words from Abdul Yamamoto of World War II, he said, I'm afraid you will have awakened a sleeping giant. That there is a gun behind every blade of grass in America, which is true. Americans are well armed. And there is a core group of people out here that continues to stand and awaken and be bold. And we're going to need every one of them because there's a lot of people out here that are choosing by choice to try to live a life of convenience. They want to live a life of of just going back to normal, not being accountable or having to be awake for anything that's out there. These times are critical. They're not easy. They're not intended to be. And these times that we're facing here are going to challenge and redefine who we are as American patriots. Our country was founded at the pulpit, quite frankly. The values of what we hold to, even the introduction of the Declaration of Independence was written by one of the pastors in the early part of the 1700s. So we are in a place where a country that was defined by Christian values, a country that was shaped by Christian values, a country that was inspired by the fierceness of the pulpit, is now witnessing a pulpit across this nation to a large degree that has become lax, spineless, limp-wristed, skinny jeans-driven, weak, and lacking any sort of sense of male testosterone. So many of our pastors have literally been gone to seminary and come back castrated and don't understand the principles of being a mighty voice at the pulpit. They confuse the issues when they hear things like war and they hear things like flipping tables. They want to translate that into somehow a, an act of loving flowers and hippie worship of Christ. That's not the way things are in Scripture. Scripture is a war manual. It's a field manual for war. And hence, by the way, that's that's essentially it in Bards FM. Bards FM are the storytellers of war. FM is field manual. And this is where we are today, is a, a crucible moment for our nation to decide what are we going to become? We can live through the story of Habakkuk, where the prophet sits here and talks to God, and God reveals to him that the Chaldeans are going to be invading and ripping through all that is there and tearing the society apart and enslaving the Jews or the Israelites. And, and Habakkuk pleads to God. He asks him, he says, why? Why would you do this as a God? What, what, would, bring, what would make you want to be a God to destroy your people? And as God reveals to him that it's done in a, in a certain sense of love and mercy. 
which is hard for people to process because we have moved to this place where love is this corporal love, where it's everything is kind and easy and everyone gets a trophy. That's not our father. Our father is a, is a ferocious God. He's a God of war. God is a God that has unbelievable patience. He has unbelievable love and offerings. He extends his hand of grace to many and mercy. But in the end, he will destroy you. And he will destroy those who stand against him and stand against his children. Those stories repeat over and over. And that's the realness of the type of world that we live in that we don't want to face. And so much of the corruption of our pulpit, our teachings in the church are to steer away from that harsh reality that there are consequences for the way in which we live. We shall be judged. Now, contrary to what a lot of people feel and, and in this place of thinking that we are somehow in the book of Revelation or that we are in this book or that book, these stories that we have are richness and wisdoms that we need to apply to our lives, but we're not in Revelation. And I don't believe that in any sense. We are in an uncharted time right now a time which we are going to be deciding the direction of humanity. God wins. We always say this, God wins. But does humanity win? Remember the, the floods. Remember Noah. In the sense of God wins, that was eight people that survived that. So where are you in that eight, if that's the metaphor you want to use, that God wins? We are in a time right now that the lessons of Scripture give us the wisdom to see where we are and to learn from them and to grow, to be refined, to rise. Habakkuk, or is it, is it going to be the rise of Gideon, right? These are, again, very, very important times. Habakkuk is, ends up resi re, re, finding resolution in the end by simply telling God that I'm wait, he's waiting for the destruction of his culture. And just simply saying, in the end, no matter what happens, you're still my God and I love you. And I'm paraphrasing very, very heavily, but that's the context. Or are we going to end up with Gideon? Where the Lord's angel comes to him and says, Gideon, it's time you, you're anointed. It's time for you to rise. And Gideon literally asks him, he says, like, and do what? You destroyed this world. I'm trying to thresh my wheat indoors to protect from the invaders. And he's reminded, he says, go forth now and do what you use what I've given you and be bold. And Gideon ends up being a bold warrior because he listens to God. And he does the things, even continues when it seems impossible. Gideon assembles an army of basically 30,000. And then God asks him to ask them a question and he loses most of them. And then he asks them to drink from water and Gideon follows and obeys. And he ends up with 300 soldiers based on how they sip water. 300 against this mass army. And Gideon thought he, had, he was going to stack man to man. But what we are reminded of is God doesn't need the thousands. He needs the pure in heart that will have the resolve to understand what it is to truly stand and work with him and be mighty. But when we stay stand, we, we don't want to hear this next piece. We don't want to get into the details of the brutality of the way kingdom works in this world. We don't want to hear about the slaying of the enemy. What we want to hear instead is they blew horns and they broke pots of light, which they did. But as the enemy turned on itself and began to kill itself, then as they broke apart, they were pursued and slain. When you deal with David, David is a shepherd and a warrior. And as a shepherd, 
we forget the importance of that role. He was protecting the flock. You know, there's a brutality in all of these things that we've become so sanitized from because we step away from the real world. We live in a digital world. We want to be comforted in our pews. We want to be comforted in the in the skinny jean pulpit that tells us to just love and it'll all be better. There's no question in any way of this that prayers are a point of the spirit type weapon system that we have. But our prayers also have to be willing to go into that place to ask for judgment, to ask for those events that will bring about change. It's not just soft and wielding. We have to be directive and focused on what we need. Prayers can heal, and we have to be willing to do that. And just so I say it, if you don't join Bards FM, you should. The Bend and Knee program every Friday, we do prayers for healing. And we are our testimonies are phenomenal, how many people are healed through prayers. We have that authority. We've been given it as we have been given authority to cast out demons, as we've been given authority to raise the dead, as we have been given authority to do greater works than he, meaning Christ, and we still don't even know what that means. We're just exploring it, but we know it's there. And when we talk about putting on our armor, it's not our armor. God has given us his armor to put on. Think about that. Our father has given us his armor for us to put on, to be protected in this war, for us to be bold, to be standing, and to be unrelenting in this fight, not to cower back, not to sit here and just say, oh, I'm going to wring my hands and pray and hope that something good happens. We're intended to be active on this battlefield. We were put behind enemy lines. That's how we were born. That's the reality. That's the fall. And this enemy has convinced us that this enemy's whispers and its lies and its stealing of children, and its abuse of children and its trafficking of women and it's violence, and it's enslavement through money. They've convinced us that there's no way out. It's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing. Oh, I'm at the mercy of the deep state. What are they going to do to me? Oh, we can't do anything. The deep state's moving the world. If only we had had faith. And as Christ said to his, his disciples, where is your faith? As he sat in the back of the boat. Or have you no faith? We have the one God, the true God, the only God, the God of hosts. He is our father. And yet here we are bowing down in so many different ways to a corporate institution that's run and believes in the father of lies. What's the greatest weapon they have in this entire war? It's the weapon of fear and division and hatred. All of its centers ultimately at fear getting people to hate one another, throw spears at one another, kill one another. They're good at it, by the way, and we're good at listening. And yet, here we are, the mighty children of the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, our Father, and we're not in control of this world. These people on the other side must laugh their butt off at us. They must laugh and laugh and laugh at how stupid we are and if you meet and talk to a Luciferian, they will tell you, you, you have no power. We have power. And the reason they tell you this is you have the one God. The, he has all the power, but you don't believe in him. And he's, they're right. People will say, well, I do believe. I do believe. I, I pray. Okay. Then why aren't you 
healing the sick? Why aren't you casting out demons? Why aren't you raising the dead? Why aren't you doing greater works than he? And those words again, it's Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, God's armor. That's not my armor. It's God's armor. To understand the magnitude of that, a soldier doesn't give away his weapon to somebody else or hand over his armor to somebody else. It's personal. And yet God is doing that for us. What an amazing trust and gift he has given us and protection in the mightiness of this fight. We need to revive the warrior hearts. The warriors of Christ need to rise. The warrior hearts of Christ need to rise. Christ is not this limp-wristed, pathetic, smelly hippie that so many churches want to portray. He is a mighty man of, of God. He's just God's son. He's a warrior. He leads the armies of heaven. It's incredible. You know, the simple example I give, and I've given it so many times, is flipping tables. Those weren't tables made of some balsa wood. They weren't plastic tables you bought at Walmart. Those were tables built from things like acacia and myrtle, heavy, dense woods that he just quickly flipped like nothing. And he was a carpenter. He didn't get his stuff at Home Depot. Everything was hand-cut, hand-hewn, hand-planed. They made their own, they milled and made their own lumber with hand tools, not electric, not power saws, hand tools. And that wood again was acacia and myrtle, dense woods, heavy woods. He was a powerful man. And yet we don't honor that. And he died for us on the cross. The question is, are you willing to die for him? In this hour, in a country that was truly blessed by God, our founding fathers saw this country as the new Jerusalem, not that Rothschild's nonsense that we call Israel. And that always offends people, and frankly, I don't care. Because Israel, while it has some sacred sites, its government and its organization was the biggest psyop ever put on the world. At the time that this country was established, the modern-day Israel did not exist it existed when the Rothschilds acquired the land, bought it, and installed the Khazarian Mafia Jews that are currently running that nation now. We were the New Jerusalem. And who are the Israelites? Who is the tribe? They're shattered and scattered all over the world. God is not a racist God. He doesn't put one tribe above the others. It's one body of Christ, one nation under God. And this is what we fight for, at least what's what I fight for. So here we are at this moment when the country is facing a massive invasion from the southern border, a massive one. Something that will redefine our, our country. We have the West Coast primed to let these criminals in. Primed to let them seed in and take power and control. And we know that. We're going to have to face it, and we will. But I guarantee you, as we face it, we won't get the big support of patriots because patriots instead will be more concerned about, unless things change, and things are right now, patriots are going to be more concerned about what Trump's going to do and how he's going to win and what his next quip is going to be that they can laugh at and make memes of. The real fight right now is in the dirt. Growing food. Stacking ammo keeping a home defense plan, 
most importantly, getting your faith centered and embraced in everything you do, walking with Father God, being vigilant and diligent in all that we do, and keeping our focus and eyes on Christ. Let's pray. Father God, we are blessed with the times that we are here in this time, in this place, and honored to be living here. Of all the times that we ever could live, this is the time. A time that is so critical for the future of humanity, and yet you have placed us here, obviously, with your trust and confidence that we could stand, embrace the authorities given to us, and stand boldly in front of evil as you work with us and through us to destroy this evil once and for all. Father, a future right now is, is it's before us that we can only pursue through our, our faith in you and our vigilance in executing our authorities. We ask for the rise of the warrior heart. We ask for the strength in those that listen to stand boldly in this hour and to start understanding that this is a, a greater call than just the convenience of what we find easy, but rather it's a call to the defense and expansion of kingdom. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Such an important time we have, so much ahead of us that will be defined by the actions of today. We're fighting for our children. We're fighting for their children and gener generations yet unborn. And right now, if you pay attention, everything that this Luciferian mafia wants, and it's everywhere, is your children to destroy the future. We can't let that happen. Everything we do each and every day is going to be defined as success or failure based on the decisions we place and the priority we place on our, our faith and the defense of this nation. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, or until the next time, out for now.